0: Special guest in our studio, Uh, and I appreciate that Miriam Wallach allowed for this and that he agreed to stay. The athletic director at Yeshiva University, based in Washington Heights. His office is in the center of the Washington Heights campus at 185th Street and Amsterdam Avenue. Joe Bednarsh is here in our studio. Uh, Welcome to the Nachum Siegel Network.
1: Thanks so much, Nachum.
0: Um, You've been athletic director for how long? Eight years. And the reason you're in this studio is because Miriam did a great interview with you, the tennis coach of Yeshiva University, and the captain of the tennis team. They are now, they've won the Skyline Conference. They're going to the NCAAs, the way everyone uses that term, you know, in terms of tournament and national championship round and all that. That begins when? That begins in how many days or weeks? That begins either on the 8th or the 9th. Of May. Of May. We find out on the 5th. And uh, Shabbos accommodations, historic, right? They're willing to, if it ends up that Yeshiva's on a Saturday game, they will take care of you guys, which is amazing, right? The whole thing's incredible. And we've done this for 30 years, you know, talking about the accommodations the NCAA has made for YU, Shabbos, yarmulkes. I even heard a rumor, Well, whatever, I'm not even going to get into it with what certain teams are de- not your team, but other teams are demanding out there in leagues. Yeah, it's even more than Chabas and Yamakas. Right. It's
1: hair covering for married women. Right. It's skirts for women. It's long sleeves. It's it's everything. They have been absolutely amazing in making accommodations for us. You wow. don't think about married women covering their Correct. hair who who are playing basketball, and we've had that.
0: Unbelievable. Um, and of course, the captain of the tennis team was here as well. Uh, What I asked you the moment I walked into this studio was, does Yeshiva actually recruit tennis players? And you said yes. Yeah. That a couple of the guys mentioned in the conversation are actually the result of active recruiting to get great Jewish tennis players to your campus.
1: Correct. Yeah. I believe that all of the great Jewish athletes should be at Yeshiva University. Even if it's
0: tennis. And the reason I say it like that is because it's not as high profile a sport as others.
1: My philosophy is that all the sports should be looked at equally. Some are more spectator friendly than others, but I think we should look at them equally and, and treat them equally. So we recruit for all of the sixteen teams.
0: There are sixteen teams. 16. We're talking about Yeshiva College and Stern or just Yeshiva College? Both, both campuses. There are sixteen teams. Sixteen, yeah.
1: Eight duplicate sports or different sports? Uh nine and seven. Nine for the men, seven for the women. We just added our seventh for the women this year, which is softball they're playing in their first year of our city competition. Is there
0: a fencing team on the men's side? On both. There's on both. Yeah. So what would be an example of a men's sport that's not a women's sport in YU? Wrestling and golf? Oh, there you go. Yeah, we tried to start women's golf,
1: but there wasn't enough interest and uh, wrestling, right is just men.. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> I, I don't know if it, if it's a sport for Jewish ladies, but now of course, I'll be criticized for saying that probably. Anyway. so you' um, so you're actively recruit and that means all year round. In other words, you always or your staff has its eyes on people. That can come to YU again, Yeshiva College, Stern College, can be great role models, example, ambassadors to the community, however you want to put it, and, and that also would benefit them, right? that they would be in a better place if they were up at YU as opposed to where they may be now, even if it's a Division II school or another school in the area, etc., or another country. Yeah, and then you know this mutual benefit works out beautifully most times, thank God. Uh, maybe even more than most, in that they get a great education. They're in a great environment for themselves. They get to grow on an amazing campus, and I can attest to that. And then, of course, the other side is that the Jewish people and YU have these, usually these athletes are great ambassadors. They're disciplined. They are working hard. I mean, you know what it is. When you're an athlete, you know, you, you, <laughs> you got to have a certain uh, there's got to be something to you. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, absolutely. And, you know,
1: ambassadors also for the Jewish people. Right. If you look at baseball and softball, they daven mincha between games of doubleheaders. That must be amazing. It's, it's amazing. And the other teams
0: question because they want to know what it sure. is. But
1: they are so respectful. They're amazed by what our kids do. Right.
0: And by the way, now that's duplicated in, in other leagues that uh, – uh, you know, may, may part, or other teams and in other, in other, um, you know, the high school level, other levels I like go to tournaments or other things. You no, know, but it all, of course, as far as I'm concerned, this whole outreach and sports started up at YU, and we can go back decades and discuss its history. It's amazing. Joe Bednarsh is here as athletic director up at Yeshiva University. All right, so the big news this week is that there is a new Yeshiva College Maccabees basketball coach. Correct. It was announced that Elliot Steinmetz, May be a very familiar name to a lot of people, obviously. I mean, in my circles, it's a very familiar name, but others as well know him or have heard of him. Good basketball coach. Uh, I'm not using other superlatives only because I'll stay as mainstream as possible. Good coach, good man, good guy. Were you part of the selection process or not? Yeah, I was part of the committee uh, that, that did
1: the selection. We had uh, people from professional sports, people from Division One sports, people from... Professional? Uh, Professional sports. Yeah, Joel Mail from the Marlins was on uh, on the committee. Really? Wow. Yeah, uh, he was extraordinarily helpful. He's he's a man that I wish I could just sit next to. Is he to and a Yeshiva listen. college fan? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, and we had uh, people from the Yeshiva League. We right. had high school coaches. We had some of my administrative
0: staff. Is every member of the committee relatively? Because obviously, I, I don't think it was a unanimous choice. But are they relatively happy with the choice? I think everyone is happy with the choice,
1: yeah. Um, We had over 200 applicants that we paired down to 12, then paired down to six, and then asked uh, three to come to campus for all-day interviews. Uh, And everyone is very pleased with the choice.
0: And uh, when does he start? Like, is it a May 1st job? Because I assume college basketball coach got to get going immediately, right? He he starts now. Uh, Today? Yeah, he's already behind
1: the eight ball in terms of recruiting. Um, He's on the recruiting path right now talking and texting and emailing and Facebooking everything with uh, all these kids that he's looking to bring in. I mean
0: there are those who say that in college basketball X's and O's is the third most important thing for a coach and that recruiting and being an inspiring leader are one and two. You know being able to motivate kids I guess that would be a better way of putting it would be two and number one of course is going out there and getting great players. I mean. Can we as fans, and you know that I'm somewhat a fan. I've been up there and I enjoy the games. Can we as fans expect a new recruit or two uh, by the time September,
1: October rolls around? Absolutely. Uh, We have somebody in the pipeline now just filled out uh, his application, his financial aid forms. Uh, I I can't speak about it, but someone that would be a game changer. High quality ball player. High quality ball player. uh, Division two quality ball player.
2: Matthew Rosenberg. (laughs) Just saying.
0: Well, why? I assume you're joking, and I don't get the joke. Well, Matthew, Joe is, just said, "Don't say any names."
2: Matthew is Shelby's brother.
0: Oh, so is he, is he the nephew. one you have in mind? He's not the one. No, because no.
2: he's a senior in high school. Come on.
0: Is he going to be on the Max? Eventually? I hope
2: so. He's going. He well, please God, he will be going to YU when he comes back from Israel. We're all. Oh, pushing so for we that. have time for that. Hello, but I'm just putting in a request.
1: I understand that. Yeah. That's also an interesting part of the recruiting landscape. What His...
2: the ants who chime in? <laughs> <laughs> I want my nephew on the team. Are you,
1: are you saying that in our community, everyone has an opinion and wants to share them? <laughs> or everyone thinks they're entitled to. <laughs> no, it's very interesting in terms of the recruiting landscape because you're not necessarily like other colleges recruiting for the next year. You may be recruiting right. for a year or two down the road.
0: Right. So if your new coach is is going to watch seniors play in Sarachek or any other tournament or the Yeshiva League, etc., he's thinking, hey... You know, I don't I don't see this guy for 20 months on the court, but eventually we'll have him or eventually hopefully we'll have him. Yeah, correct. And what are we going to do while he's in Israel to keep him interested, to keep him in shape? Oh, and then you have to hope that he doesn't get so addicted to the holy books that he won't spend time on the basketball court anymore. Is there a right answer I can give to that statement? I don't, well, you got rabbis in your family. Ask <laughs> them, you know, or you'll have to put up with the criticism <laughs> if you say anything negative. But I don't know. I, I think there should be a delicate balance. I think there's plenty of time for the holy books, as your team has proven. You have guys on your team now that just finished playing this past season that spend a good amount of time with the holy books on a daily basis, and also spend a good amount of time on the court.
1: Yeah, on, so. on we have guys that on nights they don't have practice, they're sitting. In right. the base medrish and, and doing two, three hours a night, dinner. and during the day,
0: they're really dedicating a lot of time. Yeah, so. absolutely. A lot of good guys on your team. A lot of really, high, and, and I'm not comparing this team to the teams of old. I think all the teams have had interesting personalities and a lot of different types of people come through them. We've met, we've met people from far flung places of the United States who had very little to do with what we would call Jewish tradition and ended up being completely tied to YU forever. You know, after their experience with the Maccabees, we've met plenty of players from Israel and other countries. Some who've moved on to other colleges and didn't feel the interest in staying at YU. Others who did the exact opposite, who started in other places. And I mean, the stories, the personalities—it's just—and a... this team, you know, to the naked eye, the guy who sits there with great YU and Jewish pride had a certain element to it it was just a it seemed like a really good besides her nephew it seems like not meaning including I don't mean besides I mean I'm not just speaking about her nephew but but even the other players are just I don't know seemed like a really good bunch of representatives yeah they really are uh, and it's
1: not just limited to, to the basketball team it's, it's right. pretty much across the board and and I think we get good people. Uh, into YU, and we get good people on the teams. And you can always teach a good person a skill, but you, not necessarily can you teach a skilled person to be a good person. Mm. Uh, and and that's a big distinction. That's with, good tweet. With us. Good tweet. That
0: is a good tweet. Yep. That's my soundbite for the day. Aim it at the parents out there. If they want good no kids, joke. work on it. And make no them joke. good kids. All right. What do we? So, look, you don't have to let me in on all the private conversations, but Elliot Steinmetz, I assume, was told that realistically. We've got to have a team that wins a little bit more consistently, relatively soon, right? That would that would be that would be the first order of business. Hopefully, the second order of business would be to for for people like me and others to encourage fans to come and show even more support for this unique group of guys. Would those be the two top things that you discussed with the coach once he was hired?
1: Well, we're certainly not allergic to winning seasons. I'll tell you. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, winning is important. And as we know in the sports world, winning makes everything better. Right. Um, so winning is definitely important. Is it the the ultimate in importance? No. I mean, I want everybody on any of our teams 20 years from now to say they would repeat their experience exactly the way it happened. Um, but we do want to win and we do want to get some regional recognition and some national right. recognition and be the pride of the Jewish people, which is what the Maccabees should be. Um, so, yeah, he was definitely told that winning is important. He was definitely told recruiting is important. We want to bring the alumni back in. We want to uh, generate support for the athletic program. We've just started a, a booster club called the Blue and White Club. Right. I like that. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we're really trying to over-professionalize it so that we attract everybody and bring everybody back to campus. I mean, how wonderful would it be to bring alumni from three or four graduating right. classes back?
0: But, I, but, see, I think it's beyond that. And I, this is something I discussed for years. I think there has to be an impression in the Jewish world in general that there's something special going on up there, you know, 20 times a year, whatever number of home games you play. We'll start with the home games, then we'll worry about traveling with the team. But there's it, it, the word's got to get out somehow. I mean, I try, but there has to be other sources as well that just take pride that there's an event, there's an event going on that starts with that Tikva and the national anthem that sports a lot of people wearing yarmulkes in an unusual situation, that has, a, you know, in a mixed crowd where you'll see, you know, a lot of other New Yorkers from diverse backgrounds. You know, I mean, it just, it, it is a unique experience. Yeah, we we refer
1: to it, or I refer to it, it's magical. Right. It's You don't find it other places. And, you know, look, we're not the only religious institution right. out there. But you don't have it at the Mount St blank. Right. Um, it, it's just not the same. Right. Um, it's a magical place. And a, exactly as you said, these are special kids. Um, and the events should be right. um, these tremendous events where we have a
0: thousand people in the gym uh, at all times.
1: And I think winning also goes and, and, and has a lot to do with that. Right.
0: Understood. Joe Bednarsh is here, Athletic Director at Yeshiva University. All right. Can we agree on a couple of things? I'll try. Can we agree that <laughs> Coach Halpert was a great ambassador for the team and for Yeshiva University for a long, long time. Absolutely, he
1: was amazing. Absolutely, he's. I I would always joke and say when the day comes that Coach Halpert decides to leave, I'm gone, I'm I'm quitting because you can't replace him. You can bring in a new coach, but you can't replace him. Um, so he brought a lot of special things. But uh, you're not leaving. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not leaving. No, I I have three children. I'm not going anywhere.
2: I got bills you, to pay. You
0: each. mean in theory? You said that yes, if He would correct. Leave, <laughs> thus, thus, thus proceeded with joking. <laughs> right? Understood. Right. Uh, so he was a great ambassador and uh and really, I mean, brought YU basketball to a to a place that, again, uh, winning and all that stuff we could talk about. Uh, but certainly laid an amazing groundwork for whoever the next coach would be. In this case, Elliot Steinmetz. Can you and I agree that the Max Stern Athletic Center is not large enough for the Sarachek Tournament? Can you and I agree with that or not? I think so. I think it is so. not large enough. I I I would agree with you. What are we going to do about that? Or there's really nothing to do because we're talking about
1: two days a year. I I think that we need to find people that are interested in donating facilities. Seriously? I, yeah, I really do. I think we want a
0: larger facility.
1: I think that if look, with the money and with the wherewithal and and the energy, you can do anything, right? M- who knows? Maybe you can build another gym on top of the current gym. Right? Uh, I think you need or an indoor... expand this one. Yeah, you need an indoor facility. You need an outdoor facility. We need something for the women, right? Um, you know, they're in the middle of Midtown. We're not buying land in the middle of Midtown. Right? Uh, it's just you know we're I mean, selling it, land in the middle <laughs> of Midtown. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. No, <laughs> I mean whatever. Um, you know, so so we do we do need more. Um, when we built the Maxler Athletic Center, I think we had. Seven teams. Um, right. we're, we're more than double that. Well, who uses it? Volleyball, I assume. Volleyball, fencing, fencing. when they have events, wrestling when they have events, oh. basketball. Um, it's used by a number of the other departments around campus when we have uh, career fairs, uh, when we have dinners, when we have the Chagas which right. was amazing. Yeah.
0: Right. There's no swim team, is there?
1: There is not a swim team.
0: Was there ever in Yeshiva University mm-hmm. history? We had swim clubs, right? But, um, never a team. but never a team. So what do the women do when they have to practice basketball? Where do they go? We
1: rent facilities. We in rent, Midtown? In Midtown. We rent mostly Baruch College. And is that
0: where they play home games?
1: Yeah, that's where they play home games at Baruch. Volleyball, basketball, um, fencing plays
0: in the Stern College building. Is, is it demanding to get onto their team? Like, is it a walk-on, or is it, uh, like... Are there people who are rejected from the Stern College for Women basketball team? There are
1: people that don't make all the teams. Yeah, they're they're pretty. It's a pretty competitive bunch, um, and and recently we've brought in a lot more competitive coaches. And you know, it, it's not like it was in the '90s where teams practice twice a week. They practice five or six days a week in season. And this is a real big commitment. Wow. Yeah, and
0: you can see it in the results. Look at men's tennis. See right. it in the results. Congratulations on that. It's amazing. Uh, How many players are on a men's tennis team? I I just know nothing about how it works. Uh, Usually around 12. We have 13. So it's a real team. Yeah. It's a group of
1: people. Correct.
0: Yeah. Um, Wow. Unbelievable. All right. So it's a, again, with basketball being as high profile as it is, obviously it's a new page. It's a new era. Uh, hopefully, we expect uh, wonderful things. Has he announced any assistant coaches yet?
1: Not yet. I actually had lunch with Elliot yesterday to uh, discuss that. We discussed a couple of possibilities. We discussed areas where we think we may want to improve. Areas where we think there are some
0: challenges. Um, he's he's on top of everything. Does I'm, the team look good now, as formulated for next year? Like, is there a core of good players at the moment? There's
1: a core. The problem is is that you have a lot of starters that you three of your five starters graduated. Right. Um so so it's a younger team now. Yeah, it's a much younger right. team and they don't have the experience on the court. And anytime that happens, it's difficult. And you're big guys, right? Shlomo Weisberg right. and Yoni Ekman, your two big guys have graduated. Right. So you need to make up for that. You can't teach height.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, will the alumni uh, adjust to the new situation? Will those who really you know, hung on to the uh, Halpert era. Will they be able to adjust a new situation and be big supporters? I don't mean financial supporters. I just mean supporters of Yeshiva College basketball. Well, I want them to be financial supporters. But I understand, um, but, but I'm not even talking about yeah, that. Yeah, I I think they will. We can get them into the fold. Yeah, I think they will adjust. I think ultimately- because my attitude is, I'm 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 all in. You know, I'm it's to me, and I bet you the I bet you the coaches, all the coaches in the history of Yeshiva would agree with me. It's bigger than anybody. Correct. This is, you know, and for me, if this is the reality, let's go forward. Let's make the, you know, make the best time of this, and just, you know, hope that we have a, a you know, a, a banner year. Yeah, uh, this is the
1: Yeshiva University Maccabees. They're they're the pinnacle and the end all and be all. And this is Yeshiva University. It's not about one person. It's about the concept of being able to play without compromising. And the people that love the place will love the place, and they will continue to support the athletics.
0: I do believe that. Oh, it's going to be very interesting. And um, all happens up there in Washington Heights. Just amazing, I'll tell you. How's the women's uh, fencing team doing?
2: You don't know that offhand, Joe? <laughs> Those stats are I, I not just
0: rolling fi- up I just your figured, dunk? what's the most obscure team I can bring up? <laughs> and I never thought that women's fencing would be popular at Stern, but is it? Yeah, it's it popular. really Yeah, is. we have about 18 people on on the team every year. All three categories of fencing? All three categories that's of women. Have you
2: started yeah. recruiting Esty Ackerman? Oh, yeah,
0: that's right. She'd probably be a great tennis player, That the ping pong don't champion. Don't worry, she's
2: 13. You have some yeah. <laughs> time. But I will no, – is she even 13? Something oh, like that, yeah. around 13. Around there, 12, 13, Yeah. Um, we're not joking, by the but way. But we don't
0: know if table tennis translates into regular tennis. We have no idea. Sure, tennis is the same thing. You're just standing on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can a table tennis champ become a tennis champ? We don't I know. I
2: think Esty Ackerman can do anything. But you know <laughs> you who know the person is to ask about all this? Ellie That's right.
0: Um, he's never had a real tennis match against her. Maybe we should set that up. Uh, I need
2: a wide angle lens for that shot.
0: Well, she'd be able to uh, gain a lot of confidence because she'd probably wipe the floor with it. She's amazing. And start her tennis career. Uh, Anyway, can people like us who are alums of uh, YU help in the recruiting process? Should we let you know if we are traveling through the world and see out of the corner of our eyes some great (laughs) athlete who's about, I don't know, 16, 17 years old? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, look, we
1: can't be everywhere at once, and we you know, we have a recruiting coordinator, Josh Pransky, who goes around the country and uh, goes to schools and and looks. So at, he'll
0: work under the coach?
1: He'll work with the coach. With yeah, the, coach. the coaches have to do it, but he's our coordinator. Um, and for he, how long?
0: Uh, he this is his first year. Ah, are are first you offended? Year.
2: You haven't been called yet. Is that the problem here? No. I, okay, I just want. They're not looking to recruit you. I know, but I
0: have a lot of prospects that I could recommend. You also have the height, Nahum. Well, (laughs) yes, but uh, that doesn't help at this point. Where were we recently (laughs) that somebody asked
2: you if you played ball?
0: Yesterday. Someone in Washington asked me if I played ball.
2: Yeah, him. Uh um, It was Jeff. Jeff Jeff Holtzman. Correct. Jeff Holtzman. I think we were walking through the halls of the Senate. Correct. Yeah, and this was
0: what he was curious about. But by the way, I have a better (laughs) Washington story with that. Yeah. When I met President Clinton for the first time, and I'm saying to myself, wow, this is going to be unbelievable. I'm about to be introduced to President Clinton, and what does he ask me? You play ball. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is what. This is That's what you funny. ask me. You know, like this. is... But all right, hey.
2: He finally had an opportunity to to meet Malcolm Siegel well, for the first I'm time, and he asked you about I'm basketball. Not put,
0: I'm not putting it that way. But I, am. But I, I am saying, as Joe Bednarz can attest to, basketball is a universal language. That is true. Sports is something that transcends everything. Yeah, sports is absolutely a universal language, so.
2: and there's a
1: there's a special amount of
0: respect that you'll see between athletes that you just don't get between scholars you know what was interesting by the way and you've probably seen this a million times at this point uh when I was at one of the games near the end of the season it was either the second or third to last game of the year um so after the game I saw how the YU seniors and the seniors from the other team said goodbye to each other how is it when the freshmen? From the other teams' first meet-up with YU, it must be unusual for them to see the guys in the yarmulkes and the whole hatikva and the you know the obviously Jewish routine going on. And then four years later, they're like, hey guys, it's been. It's been a delight you know, to do this role these years. Yeah, I can actually speak to that from direct
1: experience because we hired a young man to work in our office who uh, played baseball at Mount St. Vincent for four years. Uh-huh. And, and they're a big rival of YU. They're a big rival of YU. They're in a <coughs> Skyline conference. Right. And his first day, we sat down and I took him out to lunch and we talked a little bit about what he was concerned with. And he told me the story of the first time he played baseball and he ever saw the Shiva University baseball team. And he said, between games, these guys are just shaking back and forth, <laughs> forward and backward. What the heck are they doing? Is is, is this some, you know, uh, there's epilepsy that runs rampant <laughs> through the Jewish community? Awesome. He just didn't know. Um, and by the end, I mean, he could pronounce a chet, and, you know, he would say, hey, R- this is... He's
0: reminding the guys that have That's
1: correct. And he ended up being the assistant coach for baseball, and he's... At YU? At YU, uh, a guy named Logan Mawzi, and he would remind, he'd say, guys, time for shachris, time for mincha...
2: Oh, my word. it
1: was it's amazing. But I'll tell you my favorite story. You talk about seniors. Several years ago, um we would play the college, the women's basketball team would play the College of New Rochelle right. twice a year. Um, and we had two seniors, and they had one senior. And on our senior night, our seniors who had played against their one senior so often, Instead of just calling out the Yeshiva University athletes for an award, they called her up, gave her flowers, gave her a photo montage of the games. It's just, this is, these are the kind of special kids that we have. I've never seen that before at any other school.
2: You know what, that's an incredible story, but what's ironic to me is that when I watch um, members of the Yeshiva League sports team, who it's one Yeshiva playing, one Yeshiva day school playing against another Yeshiva day school, a high school, etc., and they don't treat each other that way.
0: Right. Well, not always, but they're generally good. They're also adolescents. <laughs> That's true. They're
1: younger.
2: I wasn't That's always true. the
1: fine upstanding member of society <laughs> that I am today.
2: Okay. I appreciate that. But there were moments at Sarachek over the last number of years that I've watched that have been less. Right. Some tough moments. Correct. That's true. Yeah. Less than, less than but appealing. But again, it's
0: also within family. So it's a little different maybe.
2: Yeah,
1: and look, these are teachable moments, right? That's our job. Well, we
2: hope that the teachers are there to teach the teachable moments and not encourage. Sometimes it's
1: the teachers and or coaches who who have to to be disciplined a bit. Well, look, just because we're in athletics, either administrators or coaches, doesn't mean that we're not educators. Right, that's
0: true. Absolutely. Um, I will say the following. First of all, one thing you've learned, I'm sure, over the years, there are a lot of good human beings out there. Absolutely. I wish everybody in our community would realize that when they see kids who they have certain impressions... My my high schoolers, I got four teenagers at home. Oy. My exactly my high schoolers had an encounter outside of the Macster Athletic Center with members of the other team on a Saturday night. That was priceless. I'll tell you about it off the air, but priceless. It was like it, it was such a, it, it was a moment that I'm so glad they had because, it it gave them an education instead of just staying ignorant about you know Jewish non-Jewish relationships. The other thing I want to tell you, Joe Bednarsh. Here, we, we've stumbled upon an idea for an amazing show, in my opinion. One day, toward the end of one of these basketball seasons, especially when you have some amazing YU veterans, you know, senior class members uh, on the team, we, in fact, should invite a couple of YU seniors from the team with their counterparts, a couple of guys from the other teams in Skyline to talk about Ooh. this whole camaraderie of what it's like to, to be together. Not together, because they're not living together in the same neighborhood but they are together for some significant moments of their college life i think that would be amazing i think that would
1: be fantastic i I think something that we miss or that we lose out growing up in in the yeshiva um community going to yeshiva elementary schools and high schools is the idea of this comparative religion right you know we all too often i think we have a very insular community and and it's amazing what they learned from us and what we learned from them.
0: And how much respect did the other coaches have for Johnny? Oh, my God. I mean, there was a – and it was not just in, in, in the last years. It was always. There was always, always a very – and he obviously had respect and friendship for them. And you see the way he dealt with the referees, something I'm sure that Elliot's paying careful attention to because, again, a high-profile person who, you know – has a has a mission much bigger than the basketball game
1: yeah absolutely there isn't a single coach that didn't reach out to me and say hey how do I get in touch with coach Alpert I I just want to wish him well once the news uh uh, was out there all the coaches from every team that came at our home games came over to him after the game big hugs
0: five minute conversations and I'm sure the refs as well yeah (laughs) I'm sure of it no seriously you think you know it's it's funny because coaches and refs but I am sure that there was a big goodbye at that game. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <The referees. laughs> Unbelievable. Who was the opposing coach in the last game? In the last home game? What, did, did, I don't remember what team it was. That, was, was, that, that, s- was that Old Westbury? It may have been. Is was, was that a, a, a longtime coach? Is that somebody who's been there yeah, for a while? Yeah, somebody who's oh. been there for a while. So been a, uh, he appreciated what was going on that night. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Well, there you have it. Um Max Stern Athletic Center, not big enough for Sarachek. We're hoping it won't be big enough for Yeshiva College Basketball soon. That's <laughs> that, what we're hoping. That would we be We want amazing. every seat filled. Every seat filled and a, a live stream. Live stream as well. That's right. Yeah, pack some people into a room, get enough yeah. from Siegel to do exactly. a little bit of play-by-play. Well, I don't do that. But By the way, is there, any, is, is there any way, and this is, again, from the teenagers out there who were so frustrated when they couldn't walk into the final game of the Sarachek tournament, is there any way to utilize the upstairs or running track or add anything to that building that would put in either more seats or standing area for people? I don't know. I don't know. I'm
1: sure that there are probably some sort of rules, um, occupancy rules that, you know, security has to abide by.
0: So this is not, this is not a big priority up there. Like we're not, we're not panicking about this situation. We're not just because, just because there are a lot of frustrated people there two days a year. It's not that big a deal, right? I'm right about that. I,
1: I I don't know. I don't know what the priorities are. Um because you know my my concentration is just making sure that everything runs and everybody right. is safe. Uh, I can't really Well, speak does to... it
0: frustrate you when 100 people are in the hallway and can't get into the Cybertech final? Yeah, I think it, it does is probably. frustrating. Okay. Yeah.
1: And and you know my my biggest worry is that, you know, somebody's grandparent is out there. Right. Oh, there, right, that's bad. Know? I I can't imagine that that Our goes younger over brother. Very well, you know. Uh, younger brothers, they forget. St- <laughs> but, no, you know, but you're right. That's awful. Right. You know, you don't get to see your kid play yeah. if it's the semifinals, the championship game, and right. Right. if you traveled from, from far. I don't know what the solution is, though. Right. You know? And I love
0: that you've introduced uh, Yeshiva Maccabee's apparel. Oh. oh. I love that. By the way, that.
2: thanks so much for the sweatshirt you brought me this morning. Oh, did they? No. That's oh. my point.
0: <laughs> I love the way you've introduced Just it. The kippot and the sweatpants and the shirts and... All that stuff. I, I think it's fantastic.
2: I was going to ask you to bring me wristbands so I could wear the sweatbands so I could wear them when I ran, when I run the Sunday, but I totally forgot the about The cap that.
0: That, that Ira Miller had on, very popular oh. among the teenagers. Yes. about
2: the half-zip sweatshirt that you yeah, was wearing? that was also The pullover, that, that's great. But
0: that cap... Very popular out there. I'm
1: telling you. Very popular. In fact, you know, it's it's funny that you mentioned the hats because on Boomer and Carton this morning, Carton was wearing one of our Yeshiva University hats. What? Well, yeah. Well, I don't know how uh, or why. Pull it why, up. Pull it up. But uh, I I have it on my phone. I can tweet it out once we're uh, once we're done. Who
2: told you about it? Um,
1: it <laughs> Mount Saint Mary.
2: Nice. Mount Saint
1: Mary College, the very same college that we we just defeated in tennis, reached out to us and said, "By the way, you need to turn this on. You need to check this out." How now,
2: did he get the hat?
1: Now I feel terrible that I did
0: wear a YU hat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Carton's, <laughs> I at least Carton's wearing it,
0: right? I feel awful now. Wow. Now again, there's, you know, because we always think of the Jewish connection. It is possible that Dove Kramer came uh, and came across a YU hat right. and told Carton, to put this on because he's been there for a quarter of a century. You could probably tell him what to do at this point. <laughs> so yeah, it's possible awesome. that Dove did that. Who knows? Right?
2: I've only been here for two years. I can't tell you to put on a hat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and even if Dove
0: didn't do it, I'm giving him credit for it. <laughs>
2: Wow, that's cool. We got to get that picture.
0: Yeah, I'll definitely send the picture out. Oh, uh, it's 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 just amazing. I mean, things are that
2: should make it on Yu today. Yeah, things are exploding for us. A
0: minute ago, their biggest thing was that I was talking about Yu. Now we got these fan people. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> stealing fan stealing our thunder. Fan's pretty big. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry, buddy. That's a lot. Yeah, sorry, boss. Ain't going to be no trending on my stuff, but you'll see what happens with theirs.
2: You never know.
0: <laughs> I knew we'd burst my bubble by the end of this conversation. Well, they. Well, have we started pushed. out
2: destroying my show from the first hour, so. Uh,
0: destroy would be an inappropriate no. way of uh, of putting it. Do nope. <laughs> If you want to destroy it, we still have eight minutes in this hour. We could do that. Baruch Hashem. Uh, Joe Bednar, she's the athletic director up at Yeshiva University, keeps long hours, uh, supervises, uh, don't tell me the exact total, 16, 16 NCAA teams, right? 16 NCAA teams. By, and by the way, just like the tennis team, if YU would win the Skyline Conference one day, and you don't think it's unrealistic? No, it's not unrealistic. If they would all. win the Skyline Conference, they would actually go to the Division Three NCAA tournament. National tournament, prob- yeah. Which probably has, what, 30 teams in there? Like around there? I would guess. I'd have to look and see I if guess it's somewhere between 32 20 or and, 30, and 30, 24, 32. Yeah. Oh, it can't be 64, could it? Could it be that large? I don't Maybe. Know.
1: I, I've Unfortunately, I've right. never <laughs> had <laughs> to look at you it. You never and have I, to worry about I, that. I would love to have to know all of the could rules. Could you
0: imagine? if there was an opening round game of the NCAA Division Three tournament up at Yeshiva University, oh could God. you imagine that one it's, day? That would be the fulfillment oh. of everything that we've mm-hmm. done. That would, incredible. Be, that would be incredible. It and would
1: make those long hours you talked about no question well about it. worth
0: it. And again, the winning, as you said, would just propel all the other stuff with it. The the, the ambassadorship, the impression that we give the, uh, the Jewish and non-Jewish world, the camaraderie with both the Jewish community and the secular community, all that would just increase like crazy if yeah. the team would be doing that well. Yeah, and admissions and retention
1: right. and, and donations. I mean, athletics is the front porch of almost every university right. out there.
0: Even the Yeshiva high schools are feeling Correct. that. Correct. There are kids making decisions today with Yeshiva high school to go to based on their basketball or hockey program. I mean, that was not like that years ago, and it's like that now, which is amazing.
2: Not so many Wallachs are doing that, by the way. No? Not so they much. They have other
0: standards? Well,
2: debate team is the way we're going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, if it has a model UN, exactly. <laughs> Woo, <Woo-hoo>! exactly. <laughs> should exactly. I come cheer the on? Not that my kids aren't athletic. Should, but, should I wear you know. the debate team hat for them? On the you know air? <laughs> what? Now I'm not giving you one. Now I'm not giving you one. You were this close to getting one for Hanukkah.
0: So there you have it, folks. Uh, Yeshiva University athletics, and uh, and the and one of the greatest revelations in this conversation with Joe Bednarsh, Don't be surprised. If within the next few weeks you hear of an amazing prospect in basketball coming to Yeshiva College, you, you've you've set the expectations up there now. So now we hope that your prophecy comes true, that in fact between now and the summer we hear of one or two players that are really going to be great additions to the team.
1: Well, if if marriage has taught me anything, it's that I should set the expectations extraordinarily <laughs> high and then not deliver, and that couldn't possibly not work out for me. <laughs>
0: Too long for a tweet, but very good. I like (laughs) it.
2: I can't get it all. I'm, I'm trying to get also, out as much as the, possible. Also, the
0: sarcasm simply would not be there. In right. The, in I, the text.
2: And writing the words insert sarcasm here takes up a lot of characters on a tweet. It's got to be a... Uh, it's I wonder what
1: my wife is throwing at the computer right now as she listens.
0: Yeah, by no
2: way, Now you know how our spouses one, feel. One
0: last question. Sure. You mentioned that on at least three occasions in this conversation, lunches that you had with the coaches and the other... Where do these lunches take place, I'd like to know. And
2: why aren't we invited? If
0: I was up at the Yeshiva University campus at Joe Bednar and I were lunching where would it be happening
1: I would treat you not yeah. necessarily everyone but right. you to the most expensive slice of pizza they have <laughs> what what <laughs>
2: What? You're, you're no actually, chop, chop.
0: Are you actually dining on pizza slices at times? Yeah, that, with yeah. these important meetings.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, the money has to go. <laughs> my opinion, the money has to go to the kids, right?
0: That's it. I oh, love it. I'll tell you. That's how the Elliot's time. didn't know coming in. What pizza lunches? <laughs>
2: now, by the way, now it's almost two hours since since Rummy and I started well, discussing sushi, and we haven't it ordered always yet. Comes back
0: to lunch. Exactly. Joe, good luck. Thank I hope. You. I hope it is a very exciting summer. Thank you. And let us know. All the big news, please. Oh, I'll be back. You're always welcome. Thank you so much. Joe Bednarsh, he is an amazing athletic director at Yeshiva University, and I appreciate him sticking around. A great hour with him. If you missed any of it, it'll be up in the archives, of course. Just check out the Live Lunch Archive at com. We'll close out this hour and continue with plenty more. You are listening to the Siegel Network.